Hey y'all, thank you for tuning in to the second episode of the Black Girl Thriving Podcast, where empowerment, inspiration, and sisterhood intersect. I'm your host, Sierra Harris, founder and CEO of Black Girl Thriving, a Black women's empowerment brand based in Charlotte, North Carolina. Today's episode is dedicated to exploring the journey of being a baby mama, co-parenting, and embracing the joys and challenges of motherhood. I'm so excited to discuss my motherhood journey with y'all. Let's get into it. In the African-American community, the term baby mama has a very negative connotation. We often associate baby mamas and baby daddies with drama and toxicity. Becoming a baby mama and entering into a co-parenting dynamic can bring forth a ton of emotions and challenges. It is important to acknowledge and honor the experiences of single mothers, their strengths, and the obstacles they face. Today, I'm going to put y'all all the way in my business, and I hope that any baby mamas who are feeling some kind of way about their situation will listen to this podcast and let those negative feelings go. Becoming a single mother often comes with societal stigmas and judgments. Our society tends to overlook the resilience and strength that baby mamas possess. Today, I want to challenge those stereotypes because anybody can become a baby mama. My journey as a baby mama began on July 23rd, 2021. I'll never forget that day. It was a Friday. That's when I found out I was pregnant. My child's dad and I were casually dating, and I experienced a whirlwind of emotions, fear, uncertainty, and even a sense of isolation. I was 29, grown as hell, and still terrified, not only because of the fact that I was pregnant, but I was going to be my baby daddy's sixth baby mama. Insane, I know. I had no business messing with that man, but I did, and here I am. As a woman with a career, three degrees, a successful business, very ambitious, and not to mention fine as hell, I was never supposed to be anybody's baby mama. I was one of those who used to post on Facebook that I'd be a wife, never a baby mama. Joke's on me, huh? (laughs) The stigma surrounding the term baby mama made me question myself and my ability to be a good mother. But as time went on, I realized that being a baby mama doesn't define me. I am a strong and capable woman, and I embrace the role of a mother with love and determination. Here I am being a bomb-ass mom, a bomb-ass businesswoman, and a bomb-ass woman in general. Yes, you did hear me say that I am my baby daddy's sixth baby mama, and I want to discuss that a little bit more so y'all can understand my thought process (laughs) with going through with my pregnancy, knowing that my child's father had all of those kids and all of those other baby mamas. So I met my child's father. I knew he had other children. I knew he had the other baby mamas. He never kept anything a secret from me. That probably should have been a red flag. I probably should have been like, you know what? Mm, I'm going to leave it alone. But my child's father is very charming. He was a gentleman. He was so nice and respectful. And we had a great time together. We had great chemistry. We got along very, very well. You know, he had became a source of comfort for me. So when I got pregnant, my first thought was to get an abortion. And I think that anybody who gets pregnant by a man that has that many children would probably think, okay, yeah, let me just go ahead and handle this. But where I was in my life, like I said, I was 29 years old. I felt like God gave me my baby for a reason. So my family had been through a lot of loss. 
Um, the year before I got pregnant, my grandmother died. And the year before that, my uncle died. So I felt like my baby was just like this beacon of light sent to my family. He is now 15 months old and my son has brought so much joy and happiness to my family. I, I can't imagine my life without him, but I don't want to. I know it sounds insane because I did have a baby with a man with six other children and five other baby mamas, but me choosing to bring my son into this world was my decision. I gave my child's father a choice when I was pregnant. I was like, you can either be here or not, but my son gonna be fine whether you're here or not. And he is involved. But yeah, I just, I, I felt the need to go a little bit more in detail when it came to that because I would have told my friends, girl, go get an abortion. This is crazy. But I just wanted to uh, explain my thought process behind keeping my baby. Not that I owe anyone an explanation, but I think that it's nice for y'all to know that. Now let's shift our focus to co-parenting and the challenges that can come with that. Co-parenting can be a delicate balancing act as it involves collaboration and communication between two individuals who may have different parenting styles, values, or even strained personal relationships. However, it's crucial to create a healthy co-parenting environment for the well-being of the child. Co-parenting certainly presents its fair share of challenges, but it's not impossible to overcome them. The first thing you have to do is take your feelings out of the mix. I know this may be hard for someone who is in a committed relationship with their child's other parent, but it's necessary. Even though we weren't in a committed relationship, I did desire to be with my baby daddy after having my son. Not because I was in love with him, but we had this child together and I wanted his dad to be in the house with him, just like my dad was in the house with me. Now that is something that I do not want. <laughs> I am completely fine with us being in separate households. I am completely fine with us co-parenting. I have no romantic feelings for my baby daddy now. But at one point, I did want that. And I think it's natural for a woman, especially for a woman having her first child, to want to be with the child's father. We communicate open and honestly, focusing on what's best for EJ. We set boundaries and respect each other's roles as parents, which has been crucial in creating a stable and supportive environment. As of right now, we don't have any court orders. He does not pay child support to me because financially, I have things under control at my house. All I ask for him is to get his son, and as long as he does that, I don't see there being any court orders in the future. Um, right now, I'm saying, like I said, he's 15 months, so we got a long way to go. And I hope that we can maintain a cordial co-parenting relationship. Now let's get into self-care as a mom. It is essential to prioritize self-care. Finding time to recharge and nurture oneself can be challenging, but it's vital for the overall well-being of both the parents and the child. Self-care isn't selfish. It's an act of self-preservation and love. Balancing responsibilities can be challenging, but I've learned the importance of self-care and seeking support. It's essential to carve out time for myself, whether it's through pursuing hobbies, connecting with friends, or practicing self-reflection. I also rely on my support network, reaching out to family and friends for help when needed. Realizing that I can't do it alone has been a valuable lesson, and it has allowed me to find a better balance in my life. I have no desire to be a super mom. I don't want to do everything by myself. If you have a village, use it. 
And if you don't have one, create one. Before I had my son, I was very, very active. I was always at the gym on the greenway or taking a hike. I was going out a lot. I was very social. I had a bunch of friends. I loved a good drink. I was turning up all the time. And now that I have my kid, a lot of things that I used to do, I can't do anymore because I don't have the time to do it. Or I just don't have the desire to do those things anymore. I'm slowly coming back to Sierra and it feels nice. I've started taking a boxing class. I do hot yoga. I'm getting back into working out. I make sure I go outside every day to take in the vitamin D from the sun. I love being outdoors and that's something that has not changed. And I take my son outside a lot too. So finding ways to incorporate things that I used to do and things that I love to do back into my new life. It has been challenging, but it's been fun too. And also doing things with my son that I used to love to do by myself has been very rewarding. Despite the challenges of motherhood, I find joy, fulfillment, and growth in my role as a mama. The joys of motherhood are boundless. Seeing my child grow, learn, and experience the world is an incredible feeling. The love and bond we share are unlike anything else. Being a mama has given me a newfound strength and resilience that I didn't know I had. To all the baby mamas out there, I want you to know that you are not alone. Embrace your journey and all the emotions that come with it. Don't let societal judgments define your worth as a mother. Trust your instincts, love your child, and believe in yourself. Surround yourself with a support network that uplifts and empowers you. Remember, you are capable of doing amazing things and your love and dedication to your child will make all the difference in their lives. Motherhood is a journey of growth and learning and you are doing an incredible job. That concludes this week's episode of the Black Girl Thriving Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and if you are not following the podcast already, go ahead and subscribe to it. Also, if you're not following us on social media, if you just so happen to stumble upon this podcast, welcome. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Thriving. Follow us on Facebook at Black Girl Thriving and check out the website at www.blackgirlthriving.com. Until next time, keep thriving.